In Buddhist philosophy, it has been made clear that one of the roots of human suffering is desire. And to rid of suffering, we must rid of its root, which is getting rid of the desire. Such a concept and logic conflicts with and confuse many people's value when they first come in touch with Buddhist, the Buddhist way. For it is known that throughout history, across human culture, political atmosphere, art forms, and all aspects of our society and lives, our world and our progress seem to be filled by two simple elements, love and dream, two terms which um, grammatically, uh, two terms which uh, are undeniably cons consist ties with the tabooed value of desire. Hence, under such dilemma, one may come to a question through simple logical inference. Does Buddhism purchase a life of complete non-doing? In this podcast, Nock, Ashton, and I will present our takes on this interesting question and contribute contribute our effort in trying to solve this for the for the world. From what I have gathered, the original teachings of the Buddha do not necessarily condemn setting goals and seeking to obtain them. In fact, there are even explicitly presented goals within the teachings to achieve enlightenment by following the Eightfold Path. Setting out to complete the Eightfold Path is a goal in that of itself, and of course, the Buddha encourages people to seek enlightenment. However, this issue is a bit complex because the Buddha also proclaims that people should um, drop attachment. Attachment is a part of desire, and in the Four Noble Truths, desire and wanting are one of the causes of suffering. So it is important to make the distinction between what the Buddha intended for his students to interpret as goals and desire. The key difference is in attachment to it. The key difference in attachment and attainment and dedication to achieving a goal is that it is not inherently wrong in the eyes of the Buddha to set a goal that you must work to achieve. The issue would be to become attached to the end goal rather than being devoted to the process itself. This is because in Buddhism, growth is a key aspect of the doctrine. The Buddhist solution to the seeming contradiction between attachment and devotion to a goal is to promote people working towards self-betterment instead of promoting that the followers of the doctrine become obsessed with achieving some particular, particular achievement or striving towards a materialistic goal. It is more so about the journey and experience than the end point. Another point of view offered by Ahan Sumadeo, who is a prominent monk in the Thai forest tradition of Theravada, Theravada, Theravada Buddhism, uh, describes ambition as a type of desire that can be harmful if not carefully practiced. He likens desire to a sort of trance where you, where we yearn to become something more uh, materialistic. Uh, desirable. 
like wealthier or more popular. He also explains that it is important to acknowledge that you wish, wish to become something different because it may indicate other issues that may be less noticeable in your path to enlightenment, like envy or jealousy. In summation, Ahan Sumedho and the Buddha have similar views on the topic of ambition. The Buddha contends that ambition is not wrong because it leads to self-betterment and encourages followers to adhere to the Eightfold Path. Meanwhile, Sumedho warns that unbridled ambition could lead to attachment and desires which perpetuates suffering. He recommends that you proceed with caution when handling your ambition and reflect on why you feel motivated to achieve something. I like how Ajahn Sumedho explained how desire or certain types of ambition can be harmful. In a book called The Noble Truth, written by Ali Aletha, it states that when the Buddha reached enlightenment, he thought to himself that this state too is hard to see, the resolution of all fabrications, the relinquishment of all acquisitions, the ending of craving, dispassion, cessation, unbinding. I interpret this separation from desire as any type of desire or ambition that attaches you to your goal. I understand how in Buddhist philosophy, this sort of ambition can be unhealthy or can cause people to forget what is truly important to them. We see desires every day that cause people to forget the world around them, such as a father too engrossed with work that he forgets who he is working for, or a teenager too obsessed with wanting to look perfect that she forgets what is important to her. This is why Buddhist philosophy encourages people to rid of themselves of desire because any type of desire can <clears throat> lead to an unhealthy lifestyle. Ashton stated how um, the Buddha does not believe it wrong to have a goal in your life as long as you do not become attached to it. However, from my point of view, I think it is too difficult to allow yourself to have ambitions but not be so attached to the end goal because the end goal is what you believe will bring you happiness. I agree with the Buddha that it is important to love the process rather than the end goal you are trying to achieve. However, in several cases, it really is the end goal that matters to a person more than the process. For example, a person who is financially unstable may have a goal to raise enough money to get out of debt. They most likely will not fall in love with the process of working multiple jobs to reach their goal. 
but they will have their goal in mind to motivate them. That is why I think it is beneficial in most cases to be attached to one's end goal. It is when this person's goal is to become the richest person in the world that this ambition may cause a problem because they will not stop working and will be obsessed with a goal that may be impossible to reach. Nonetheless, this can be solved as long as people know their boundaries and understand why they want to reach their goal. Therefore, I believe that it is best for people to continue to have as many ambitions and goals as they please and that there is no need to unbind yourself from the root of desires because it is what drives you to action. I think we would benefit if and be able to learn more about this topic if the Buddha was more clear on how it is okay to have ambitions and goals at the same time not being attached to it too much that you will suffer and it would be beneficial if more research was done on how one can live a life full of goals and ambitions without allowing those desires to cause suffering. Thank you for your guys' valuable thoughts. I think you guys are very accurate in the idea that Buddha doesn't necessarily um, reject ambition and goals as solely um, a challenges and a distraction from the enlightened way. Um, in my opinion, I think the the idea of, of the middle way also applies to this um to this discussion, as I think as I think Buddha is um asking us to find that balance between goal and ambition, so as so we don't be so we, so we're not completely blinded and completely um like only driven by that one goal or ambition and be distracted from the enlightenment that um which is really what what matters the most. Uh, there's another quote from the Dalai Lama that I think will really um, help with this discussion. Uh, the Dalai Lama once said, do not use, I think it is, do not use the Buddhist teachings to become the Buddhist, but use it to become a better whatever you are, you already are. Um, in this sense, I think um, people should use as you as you guys have also mentioned, people should use on their ambition and goals to motivate themselves and drive them and forward in their way to enlightenment. Um, and in order to do that, you must not be owned by it, and which is uh, accurate to the concept of non-attachment. With goals and ambition, we also should not be attached. Um, we, we also should not be attached with the, our goals and, and ambitions. But by not attaching, it doesn't mean that, oh, we're completely gonna uh, ignore or separate ourselves from, from that 
complete uh, uh, from from our scope from our goals in life, but more so, I think it is asking us to, um, to not be owned by it. For instance, if I am a student, uh, what's like the most common goal for students are probably their grades and their GPA, and for me, that is something that I'm working for. However, although I am working towards that, I'll, uh, I guess a four point GPA or a or a certain grades. Me, me as a student and me as a just as a person, my life should not be only um, uh, driven by that one goal, and because we should understand, I think that it is important to understand that. The whether or not my success in achieving this goal would not determine and um, define who am I. So therefore, that's that is one way uh, I think um, people could think about their goals and ambition and not be attached, and in other words, not be owned by it. And in this way, I think that is how, uh, at least in my case, uh, I will reach um the non-attachment which the buddhists uh often emphasize